Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm taking my freedom. Pulling it off the shelf. Putting it on my chain. Wearing it round my neck. I'm taking my freedom. Putting it in my car. Wherever I choose to go. Hey y'all, we are back. We are back up in this thing, Keith. Back like we never left. Back like <laughs> Although we never I know it left. Feels like we've been gone forever because we kind of have. Girl, we've been gone forever. Okay, because yeah, Mother's forever, Day, ever, we, we ever. dropped the last episode for Mother's Day. Remember? Yeah, and Mother's Day was what, like May sixteenth or May fifteenth. It's the end of June, so it's been six weeks. Yeah, so there, there's been a lot, a lot of life that's been occurring for us both. Yes, God. And um, so we came to y'all really even not being prepared because we were like, because there's still a whole lot of life going on. Yes. But we said, you know what? We cannot allow any more time to elapse without having another episode. Exactly. So we're coming to you in the midst of all of our chaos, and we're doing this. And the name of this episode? Off the Cuff. Off the Cuff. Right. Off the cuff because we don't even know what number episode this is. We don't. We don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) We don't remember what number episode this is. And honestly, the reason we decided to say off the cuff, because that's just how we coming to y'all today. Yeah. We're going to share what's been going on in our lives, but we don't have any notes. Yeah. We just going to talk real talk about life and how we've been handling what life has been throwing at us. Yeah. And it's kind of what we do all the time, but typically we have a little order in the program. Mm-hmm. We have some notes. We have mm-hmm. some things that, you know, so we can kind of stay together. So it's probably going to drive Keyshawn crazy today because we're going to probably be edit. Luther going to be like, oh, y'all got another edit. <laughs> you know? And we don't normally have a lot of edits we because we just flow so right. smoothly and efficiently because that's just kind of how the vibe well, yeah, that we because have. we're friends for real in real life you know what i mean and so um but anyway so we're gonna try to start the way we normally start which is kind of really that's the basis of this episode is just kind of talking about what we've gone through what Mm -hmm. life has been you know what different things we've been experiencing and Mm -hmm. some good some challenges Mm -hmm. um and i'm gonna let b go first and then we're gonna just get right to it yeah so over the over the past what six weeks Mm -hmm. this mother's day was what Mm mid-may There's been a lot of transition and change that has taken place. You know, my sons have graduated, or son graduated Mm -hmm. from high school. Yeah, Chase. Chase moved on. We got him moved in at Clemson. And he's, you know, has started his new chapter. So not having him around the house has been an adjustment for me because mm-hmm. that's my Chasey Poo. I know. And my Chasey Poo is just like, he like my right hand, anything, anytime I need something. Chase is on the money. He's just like, that's just, he's like me, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of his personality and how he moves, his nature. Like, we just always on it. Yeah. We like Mexicans. We just move excuse Father, forgive me. That's what my husband calls me. He calls me a Mexican because Mexicans are, they just, they're, their work ethic is crazy. Jamaican. Yeah, they're like a Jamaican. Yeah, it's kind of so same. that's what he calls me because I'm always doing something, always in motion, always moving, always working, always doing something. So I can't sit still. So he, he that's what his, that's his nickname for me. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Chase has that same sort of um, vibe and, and I'm going to miss that. 
Um, so it means other people are going to have to step up, you know, like mm-hmm. my Dale Pickle and mm-hmm. my Dylan, who is the baby boy. Mm-hmm. And generally, you know, the baby always tends to get out of stuff because they're the baby. Right. So dealing with his attitudes and mood swings, he Aries and he, he, you know, he's the baby. So mm-hmm. we're having to work through that process with him of right. getting him to, to be more accountable and step up more. Right. He's the baby. So, so yeah, so that change is kind of occurring. Um, and then my, my oldest son, Jaden, Jaden, um, actually made the decision to, to leave the university of Georgia and um and and he has now enrolled um at the Western Kentucky University. I'm so proud of Jaden though because yeah. that was a lot of I know I mean he was quiet about it but I know it was challenging oh, for him. Oh, it was him, a lot. It was a t- it was one of the it was a tough decision across the board like mm-hmm. to make the change to to ultimately do what he felt was best for him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times athletes will stay in the situation and you know with the hopes of you know, finding themselves and, and 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 no, you know, knock against Georgia. I love the program. I'm, you know, I'm a product of absolutely. And I'm you know, proud. I'm a you dog are proud Georgia to the core, honey. Yes, you know, you I'm are. a dog to the core. But at the end of the day, I ride for my child, and I'm period. gonna all, period, period period point blank. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna always make certain that he's put in the best situation for him to thrive, for him to. Uh, fulfill his own goals and dreams and visions and unfortunately it just it, that that didn't appear like it was going to manifest at UGA mm-hmm. so he made the, the decision I said Jaden in your spirit what is your spirit telling you to do you know because I'm like a lot of times it's going to be people in your ears saying of one course. thing and then you even have the pressure of just like no nah, I'm I, I committed here I'm going to stay to this so it was a big decision mm-hmm. you know it was a big decision for him but he said in his spirit he knew that it was time for him to move on Mm, so mm, he mm. finally he honored his spirit and I, I said you know what you will never you, you as long as you do that as long as you stay in tune with what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do you you can never go wrong how is he adjusting at the new school he's adjusting really well he's mm-hmm. adjusting really well so he's been down there for what now um, almost three weeks mm-hmm. two three weeks and um, and oddly enough you know I couldn't even you know I went down there with him on a recruiting visit but I couldn't take him down there to get him settled in because I was in Brazil with Dylan. Right. And that's a whole nother, you know, we're we going to get to Dylan. Yeah. But uh, fortunately, my husband was able to take him down there, get him, and my cousin, Jamira, excuse me, was able to take him down there, get him settled in and, and all that good stuff. And girl, they sent me pictures of them you know, after they got him settled in his dorm room, and you know that broke me down. Oh, I can girl, you know that broke me down. But you know, you were being with your other child. I mean, I've often wondered how you have made you, you know you managed to do that with all three of them and always be physically present for almost every one of their. You know what I mean? And they all. I Major mean, well, Chase events. and Dylan both play basketball, but then Jaden plays football. So either oh, both seasons, you're like, I'm just all I was all over the place. Yeah. And so seeing that picture resonated with me for a few reasons because it was one, it was like, dang, my baby's starting this new this new chapter. You know, he's he's about to just take off and 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 do what is best for him. But then I saw the, I saw my husband there, and I'm like, damn, that for me spoke to my spirit. Like, dang, even though I'm in Brazil, I have a helpmate now that can Girl. help me, you know, manage everything yeah. that's going on in all of our children's lives. So that's why it really touched me in a way where I'm like, mm-hmm. man, God is faithful mm-hmm. because for so long I did it by myself. Right. You know, for yeah. so long I did it by myself, and just to be in a position where I can just you know, just see the bond that, you know, they created on their own and just, man, it was a lot. It was mm-hmm. a lot. So I've just been an emotional freaking roller coaster wreck over these last several weeks. Things are starting to settle some now. Mm-hmm. 
you know, as we as everybody gets comfortable with the roles, the adjustments that are that are taking place. But um, but then my baby boy, my baby boy Dylan, you know, as I mentioned, I was in Brazil. He made the USA Junior National Team for a 16 and under, and that was a process we had been participating in since October of last year because mm-hmm. they have all these different sessions and tryouts, and you know, he was invited back to every one, and then his last one where we had to go down to Florida. And and mind y'all, like he's competing against the best kids in his class. Well, actually, class of twenty one and twenty two, like in the country. So you know, so we, you know, it's a lot of it's some stiff talent mm-hmm, there. You know, mm-hmm. so you just don't know. You don't know, like because he he out there performing and doing his best, but you just don't know. They mm-hmm. picking twelve kids, and it was thirty eight kids there, and so they made the cut from thirty eight to. At first, they would say they were gonna make it from thirty eight to twelve, but. They were having a stru- they were having some challenges getting that narrowing that group down. So it went from thirty eight to eighteen. So he made the cut of eighteen, but it still had you on this emotional like kind of freaking roller. Is he gonna make it? Is he not? So um, so then he had, we had to stay another three days down in Florida for him to compete to make the final twelve, y'all. And he made the final twelve. That's awesome. Made the final twelve. So he ha- he left for for Brazil that week. I left the following week and. Got down there. That was an experience. Just, I, of course, I'd never been to Brazil before. And um, just to see see him compete at that level, man, it was just the most, it was awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I can't even almost put it into words. And um, so I planned my trip so that their final game was on the 10th of um, June. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, well, if I catch the latest flight, I know I'll be good, right? Mm-hmm. So I scheduled my flight for 1030. But lo and behold, the times weren't out, when, of course, when I booked my flights of the, of the games. So lo and behold, the championship game is at 8.30. And you were watching it at the airport. Girl, so yeah, so I couldn't, I stayed for as much of the game as I could, then I had to hustle off to the airport. So I pulled up on my laptop after I got checked in, and I'm I'm sitting here witnessing them, because they beat, it was a close game, but they ended up beating Canada mm-hmm. in the championship game. And um, I'm watching him celebrate with his teammates and getting this gold medal put around him. And he Dylan was actually named captain of the team. Oh, wow. I didn't know Girl, that. Okay, so that awesome. even made me damn cry because he named captain. I'm like, that spoke so much to just his leadership ability and like, man. So it was just so much. I couldn't even like contain my emotion. Like yeah. I was a crying fool at that airport. I know people looked at me like, what is this woman? What's going on with her? But yeah, so it was a lot. It was a lot. And what I did, I journaled. My feelings and my thoughts when I was on, when I finally got, you know, the plane took off. Mm -hmm. It was like a nine hour flight. So I journaled all of that. And at some point I'm going to put it out there Mm -hmm. just to kind of express like what that moment signified for me and my family. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that's coming. I can't, of course, you know, talk about everything right now. Right. But in a nutshell, over the past six weeks, that's what, that's the roller coaster of events that, that I've gone through with my family personally. On top of that. You know, business is, is business. booming. Business is booming, honey. Mm-hmm. And I can't keep up. No, I, Lord, let me retract that. You can't say you can't keep up. I'm keeping up. Right. And I'm leveraging, you know, people and to help me continue to sustain the momentum that I have. Right. And, of course, with all this travel I got going on, I'm going to Italy next week. My, my two-year wedding anniversary is coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. So we celebrate Nat and Savannah, and then I'm going to Italy because Chase is competing in the World Games. His his team, Clemson, was invited to participate in the World Games. Okay. So he'll be competing in Italy with his team to represent, again, the USA. So, girl, I'm just like, part of me is like, I sit back and even listen to me saying this, and I'm like, you couldn't tell me that when I found myself in a position that I was in, 
as a single mother when them boys were four, three, and one, yeah, that I would be in a position sitting here right now mm-hmm. to talk about just all the things that have evolved and have how our lives have been just, you know, designed and orchestrated by God. Because I don't know how else this could have happened, you know. But I'm just, I'm just grateful, you know. I'm just extremely grateful. So, um, so that's the space that I'm in, and um. I'm just I'm just grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be here to support my friends that are going through some 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 stuff. <laughs> my girl Keisha Lord, she done been she done been through the ringers. And so, you know, we wanted to we wanted to, of course, kind of catch y'all up with what's going on with us. Yeah. But I'ma I'ma just say what I wanna say about you before you kind of jump in. Because I'm telling you, what I've witnessed you um, go through over the past six, not well, not six weeks. How long has it been since the incident happened? Uh, it was a month yesterday. A month. Mm-hmm. So the the past four weeks, what I've witnessed you um, have to deal with, and then even the event itself, and seeing how you just trans you you morphed into this super super. I don't. Even, it was supernatural strength. Supernatural strength that you had, but you were almost like a freaking superhero. The way that you dealt with that situation, like there's there are there aren't people there aren't too many men, trained men who could handle that the way that you handled that, and I'm gonna preface you getting started by saying, you are a special person. Like I mean, I've always known this and I've told you this, but you are really a special person, and that's why I know like you're going through what what you're going through right now. But I know that God's gonna get some glory out of all of this. And your witness, how you're going to be able to witness to people as a result of just what you're what you've endured and what you've overcome. But damn it, you a freaking superhero. And (laughs) she don't tell the story. She don't tell the story. But see, you and it's it's because the night of you and Ryan and my brother and Dutch were the only people who actually saw the condition of my home. So it was like even that snippet that people saw that I posted when I had to post up for like a day or so. Yeah. Don't really see understand the magnitude of how my house really is just destroyed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even not just your house, Keisha. I'm talking about how you handled the situation. Right. So so let me ask you this. Did you intend on telling, like, talking about that today? Well, I mean. Because <laughs> I, mean, I, I wanted to be sure. I didn't know if you were going to just, I, I didn't well, know if we were going to do mean, surface I, or you I, were going to tell I, the story. You know, I, I, I mean, I, you said something to me the other day because other incidents have taken place since that since incident. Then, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't, I'm not going to get into those. You, yeah. You're aware of them. But you did make sense the other day to me when you said, you know, I don't want just to keep share everything just because the law of reciprocity could yeah. be in place where you keep talking about something or yeah. and it more comes to you but yeah I want to talk about the situation because I really when I posted about it was really as a women's empowerment type of thing because right. I believe in my right to bear arms I'm very comfortable with a weapon yeah. um, and I really shared that to try to tell other women to be on alert yeah. I had no idea it was going to morph into WSB calling me and Channel 2 and all this stuff yeah. and I did not speak with the media on purpose Right, because that's not what it was about for me. Right, but I definitely wanted women to just be more aware of your surroundings and and not be afraid of guns. Yeah, because I hear a lot of women say, "Oh, I'm just scared of guns," and I'm like, "It's not guns don't kill people; people kill people." Right, you know what I mean? So anyway, yes, you've had an amazing six weeks. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you and I and I must say, you know, I have had gone through the ringer, been mm-hmm. real hard to put up with mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, Keyshawn just gets so tickled when I say that. <laughs> 
Rise and Roll Hard to Put Away a lot. And um, and that particular day, it was so interesting, is that I left home at like 7.40, 7.45. And normally, if I leave home at that early, I'm typically back home about 4 o'clock. Yeah. Not 6.37. Right. And so that particular day, I kept getting pushed back all day. Like yeah. from the time I went to the class I had, I got I ran late from there to my first appointment. Then what I allotted there ended up taking two hours because she was recently widowed and I knew she needed to talk about more than just her house. Right. You know, we need to just talk about widowhood and some of the things she's going to probably experience. So I yeah. took more time with her. Went to show a property. My client was dealing with some stuff. So after we saw the property, I talked to him 30 minutes. It was just back and back. And so then um, Jason and I, Jason um, Jeter, um, one of my good friends, clients, and DJ's, one of his surrogate uncles, was giving me some money for DJ's tournament. Mm-hmm. And so he said, um, come, just come by the house. And I get there, end up talking to him and his fiance, Stephanie, and he's like, oh, what's your cash app? I'm like, did I really have a couple of people you to cash at me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about Because right. normally he give me cash. That's why I went to the house. Yeah. So he cashed at me. Then Jade's like, let's do lunch. We did a late lunch. So everything pushed me back all day yeah. in that day. And I'm like, I finally got on the phone with my brother. I'm on the way home. I'm like, oh, I'm so exhausted. It's been a long day. And um, I said, I'm just going home, take a shower, and get in the bed. I'm exhausted. Yeah. And so he said, me too. And when we started talking about his friend, we, you know, we play practical jokes on each other. Yeah. So when I get home and I come around, you know, my drive was a very long driveway. So I get around and I see like this wooden piece of something from like a construction site sitting in my driveway Mm -hmm. and I thought it was the guy who had started doing some work on the outside because I had a guy to come give me a quote to replace my fascia boards because the damn carpenter bees are eating it up so when I initially saw it I thought that maybe the guy had came and started and just left it out there but then I saw this shattered glass and I looked up because I have a like a port, uh, my attic, you can walk out of it onto like a little balcony. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dang, that look like those mother came because I had some brand new crystal glasses that I hadn't used yet. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, gosh, that's that's a lot of glass. You right. know what I mean? So I say, whoever, he done broke my glass. So I'm, yeah. I'm ready to cuss somebody out. The garage <coughs> door was halfway up, halfway down. And when I saw the garage door being halfway up and down, it still didn't register to me that somebody was in my house simply because one thing is this, I live on 10 acres, way off the road, gated, like nothing has ever made me think somebody would be in my house unless I invited them. So mentally, even with these other incidents, it just didn't register to me that somebody could be in my house. And the reason even the garage being halfway up and down is because it had been jamming. And the last, I had come home a couple of times and it had gone down when I was leaving, but went back up and got caught halfway. So I'm like, okay, that's what it is. but my spirit just, I put the car in park, I opened the door, and then I noticed the window on DJ's room was up. Mm. When I saw that, and I kind of looked and saw that the dresser was overturned, I grabbed my gun out of my um, armrest. Yeah. I put it by my side. I kind of had one leg out and standing between the door and my car, and I saw the, the guy come out my house. Mm. And he didn't have on any shoes, shirt, nothing, just shorts. He had some of DJ sneakers, some off whites, which is some pretty expensive sneakers, mm. and I saw that, so I'm like, okay, he's young. That's my mind, and it's crazy how my mind was working because I'm like, okay, he's young because mm. anybody who he put them down. So I'm like, I didn't know if it was he and I, he was in the house by himself or anything. I right. called 911. I said somebody's in my house. This, I mean, this heifer mm. asking me every question there is. And, you know, how many, how, do you know, what, how do you know? She said, how do you know somebody in your house? And I was telling her and she said something else. I said, because it ain't how I left it. That's yeah. how I know it. Then yeah. I was like, and then he just came out, you know, came out of the garage or whatever. So he went back in the house. At this point, he still doesn't realize I'm out there because, I guess, because the garage halfway up and down and he was just Oh, over. so he didn't see you. You he saw didn't him, see but he me. didn't see you. Okay. I saw him. Yeah. But when he came out the second time, he had my other gun that I keep on my nightstand in his hand. Mm. When I saw that, I shot at him. Yeah. He dropped the gun, ran back in the house. 
And, you know, at this point, I done hung up on her because she asked it too many damn questions. I called my brother, like, get to my house. Somebody's at my house. Right. He was like, man, I told you I'm about to take a nap. I don't have time to be playing. He thinking I'm joking because literally we just talked about how we play practical jokes. Yeah. And so... At this point, I don't ever want to hear that dial one tape because I went the F off on a way that I probably, I mean, it was crazy. It Rightfully was just so. insane. And yeah. I'm cussing out the 911 operator and told her, stop calling me back. Because she's calling me back while I'm calling my brother, like, get to my house. Yeah. So by this point, he can hear me yelling at the person. The 911 operator calls back, like, ma'am, I need you to stay on the phone. She was like, who's shooting? Is he shooting at you? I said, no, I'm shooting his ass. And mm -hmm. the next one is going to be in between. You know, I said, the, the first one was a warrant. I said, the next one going to be between his eyes. You need to get somebody out here. By this time, he walks out on my deck, puts his hands up, and tells me that he's here. He said, ma'am, I'm here to help you. I said, this nigga is crazy. That's all. I'm <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm here to help you with his hands up. So that's what I know. Something is not clicking. Yeah. At this point, I pretty much can assess that he's the only person in there. So I put the gun on him, and I told him, I said, I'm, I'm, the first one was a warning shot. I said, I'm going to blow your brains out. You don't come out the front. And, and he did what I told him to do, as you can see the picture that was on Instagram. Right. I laid him down, and I held him at gunpoint until the police got there. Wow. And this is how I know there can be moments of insanity because it did start clicking like DJ could have been there. You know, it's, it pissed me off again. And yeah. I felt we, me and him had us a little moment. Yeah. But anyway, it seemed like it took the police forever, but it probably was really like eight minutes, yeah. which to me still is forever when, you right. know, gunshots, shots have been fired. Right. They, of course, parked at the top, came running down the hill. Well, they, I, I didn't see no guns up, and they like, ma'am, I need you to put your gun down. I'm like, I put my gun down when y'all put y'all's up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So at this point, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not putting down nothing. And then the 911 operator had told me that I had needed to, she needed me to put my weapon down. I was like, are you crazy? And this you is what I'm down here. There's an intruder right. in your house. It's, I'm down here in the middle of this by myself nobody's here so you know when they when they put their weapons up i dropped you know i'm not stupid i put my gun down i walked away and they came over and and by that time my brother dutch saw the police cars you mm -hmm. know my other guy brother saw the police cars and stuff so he came and um as soon as i saw dutch because dutch got there before my brother I and the police were there and stuff. They made me leave the house. I never had gone. I had never made it inside the house at this point. They made me walk back up away from the house, move my vehicle back up like halfway. And when I saw Dutch, I just fell out. I just like started throwing up because wow. it was like the, 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 I think the uh, adrenaline had just pump, pump, pump. Yeah. But it's like when I saw him, the magnitude of what I had just experienced yeah. really hit me. Yeah. And so, you know, Dutch is crazy. He told me, get it all out, goddamn. But I know he said, <laughs> shit, I'm goddamn be on the <laughs> Get it out. Oh Shit, I know, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Because I literally just got sick. So then my brother showed up, and he came over and stuff. And then I just broke down and started crying in. Because yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I cannot catch a break. Mm. Like, I have been through so much. What are the chances of somebody coming? I used to always say you have to be – the only person that somebody would come down here is they got to be crazy. And damn yeah. it, he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, I mean, girl, when I got him down on the ground, he started fake swimming in the grass <laughs> like this. <laughs> Like, he just talked. I'm going to tell y'all there's going to be some profanity on this podcast because it's certain shit you just got to say a yes. certain kind of way when a mofo been in your house and he gets down and he on his stomach and he's like, you know, doing the grass like he's swimming and kicking his legs and shit. You know what I'm saying? Just, but it, it was just, it was the whole situation. Like, is this shit really right? Happening? It's like, it, I'm feeling like I have an out-of-body experience. Like, I'm watching myself go through this shit. Like, this is crazy. So... 
my brother gets there or whatever and I break down and start crying. I was like, I can't catch a break. I'm just so tired. I feel like every time I get a step ahead, you know, ten, you know, five steps ahead, ten things, I got to take ten back. And my brother grabbed me and he said, you caught your break because you're here standing with me now. Mm, say that. And when he said that, it resonated with me because he was like, you, come on. Who knows? He came out with a gun, Keisha. I know it. And I know. And, and do you realize, and y'all, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is just so much. Like, the bullet that she, the, the shot that she fired grazed that man's head. Yeah. Grazed his head. Yeah. So he came out with, like you right. said, Drip, yeah. dripping, dripping with, with blood. blood. Mm-hmm. But do we, do, that's milliliters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is. From, from being a graze or either going through your damn skull. Right. Absolutely. So it was, it was a good day for him too. Oh, it was. You know what I mean? And, um, and, and, you know, it just wasn't meant to be, you know, and I'm not even getting ready to sit here and lie and say, that's what I was trying to do. Oh, that's just what happened. That's just what um, happened. To be honest with you. But it, it just wasn't God's will for him to leave here that day. Yeah. You know? And so when my brother told at this point, all the police are down there. One and asked me what happened. I told him a second one asked what happened. By this time, the sergeant was like, come up and introduce herself. I'm on edge at this point. Now yeah. I got mad because yeah. I'm pissed off. I don't even know what has happened to my house, but just looking through DJ's window and seeing how it's some stuff was overturned just through the window, I'm starting to get pissed off about what could possibly be, be in my in house. Your house yeah. So when the sergeant came up, she said, I'm Sergeant so-and-so, and I just, you know, tell me what happened. I said, okay, look here. So now my brother's like, so Now oh, you God. have to tell this story for Right, the- so I told her, I said, let me say this. I'm not the victim. Right. I mean, I am the victim. Right. I said... I already got a problem with the fact that y'all done called the ambulance because now he talking about he shot yeah. or whatever. I said, y'all got four police officers and two EMTs e- down there. Ain't nobody check my damn blood pressure. I'm the one who had to shoot at a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, how do y'all have y'all, y'all? And I said, and now you the third time coming up and asking me what happened as if I'm lying. Right. I'm not telling the story. I said, why don't you get everybody who here to come on up here and I'm going to tell this this one last time. Right. And that way we can do this and be done with it. So my brother, was like, my brother was like, okay. Like you the one who, right, who's experienced the trauma. Right, as if I would set some shit up. And so it was like one of those situations where I started to feel attacked. Yeah. Because why do y'all keep asking me? I used to be in law enforcement, so I right. know what you're doing. What you're trying to do is seeing if I'm going to keep the same story. Right. It's the same story because it's the truth. Right. But y'all not getting ready to keep harassing me. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you, because right, see, I've been lawyered up. Mm. I know my rights. I done told this story. I'm not telling no more. Get everybody to come on up here one time, and I'm going to tell this for the last time. Right. And so she was like, well, I'm sorry. I didn't know you had told anybody. I mean, they were very, you know what I'm saying, and understood where I was, but that pissed me off. So lo and behold, this was the real, like, everybody being punked. Yeah. This lady come walking down my driveway and the police go up there. My brother's like, somebody's like, you, she had long braids. So initially from a distance, I thought it was Renee. Cause you mm-hmm. know, Renee in our same mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. And I, as she got close. I was like, no, nah, Renee, she's too big to be Renee. So the police officer starts walking up to her and I could hear her saying, I'm still looking for my son. And so my brother said, it, and I said, Oh, that must be his mom. And then, and then the um, police officer said, well, what made you think your son would be here? And she said, well, right. I saw all the police cars. And then he said, but still, why would you think your, your son would be here? Right. You know what I'm saying? So my brother, with his super friendly ass, goes walking up the driveway. And she starts saying, I'm just looking for my son. I'm looking for my son. So he goes back, gets his phone, shows her the picture that I had sent him yeah. to say, hey, I got this mofo on the ground. I need right. you to get here. Right. And so... Um, she saw the picture and she got emotional or whatever. And you could tell the way he was spread eagle that I, maybe she thought he was dead. I don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? But even if she did, she wasn't super emotional. But what got me is why still would you think your son was here unless he's done this before? Right. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. So she going to say motherly instinct. That pissed me off when she said that. Because I was like, bitch, well, where was you all day when he was tearing up my damn house? Where was your motherly instinct then? You know right. what I'm saying? It just came to you right. once, it just you, saw came to you, once you saw the police car. So here go my brother when she getting emotional. I done got mad at him because I'm like, fuck her. 
Right. We might end up in court with these people. I said, and I'm not seeing enough emotion for me. Her. Right, right. <laughs> well, I just, she said he autistic. I said, I don't give a good God doggone what he is. I said, at the end of the day, just, be, I'm not an autism specialist, but I knew he was not autistic. Yeah. Okay. I've been around autistic people before. He wasn't autistic because I could just tell what he, what he appeared to be was off his meds, like schizophrenic, schizophrenic. So, um, so she, so at this point, the police push her back. Her boyfriend is up there. My brother was talking to him. So Dutch said, what the hell is George up there talking to them so long for? So I go walking up the driveway and, you know, and she's like, I'm sorry if he did something to your house. I said, before I do it, you know, that mm. one foot that I do outside <laughs> the girl, my brother's like, wait. I'm like, it, I said, bro, come on. I said, man, if these people, like, seriously, because at the end of the day, she knew he was she missing. Knew. And she, she didn't call the police yep. to say nothing about he was missing or whatever, whatever. Or you either left him unattended and you clearly know he shouldn't be. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So we, he finally realized what team, what side he's supposed to be on. Let mm-hmm. them deal whatever they did. Because honestly, this could end up in court and we don't need no co-mingling. Yeah. So we go back down. Girl, I'm outside for hours and hours. The sun sets. I'm like... It's, you know, four hours probably. Before I'm, you even get in the before house? Before you even get in the house. Girl, I didn't realize that much time had Yes, yes. Yeah. From six to like nine something before I got in the house. Because they had to have crime scene, yeah. take pictures, get fingerprints. His clothes was in there. The weapon that he dropped in the car. It was just stuff everywhere. You know what I mean? So they had to do their part. Yeah. Um, as if they didn't know who the person was that had done it. But however. Right. Um, this is just the stuff that had to take place. So finally, girl, we get in the house. Me, my brother, and Dutch. When I hit the door. I'm just, every room is just worse than the one before. And I'm just, I'm just, I start crying. I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God. Every room I walk in is, mm. oh my God. But the interesting thing, it seemed like he was especially, and you know from when you were there too, DJ's room. Yeah. And, you know, because I've never seen nobody. He literally took the screen from inside the TV out. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. It was crazy. Like, like but he was just in a rage. In a rage. And yeah. that's why I'm so, so with that being said, it looked like DJ's room, and, 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 and I didn't want DJ, he didn't know about it until I got home late that night. So I got to my brother's house late that night because I stayed with him. And, you know, I told him about it, but I didn't get into the details. When he saw the picture with him and his dad destroyed and just shattered, mm. he was so upset about mm. it. And he has not wanted to go back since. So that's yeah. why I'm going to surprise him with just redoing his room completely. Yeah. But it seemed like the rage was extra in DJ room and in my room, hmm. which was weird to me. It, it, you know, he messed up the whole house. Right. But it seemed like it was extra rage in those two rooms. And I don't know what it was. But what I realized is all that day while I was being delayed, yeah. it was God keeping me. Keeping you because if I had gone home when he was in the when midst he was of in it, the midst of that on top of whatever out. it was, I know for sure I would have either I would have been fighting for my life yeah. had I walked in and he was in the middle of the rage, or had I been working from home and he kicked the door in, I would have unloaded on him and he would have been dead. Yeah. So for sure, it would have been a much worse situation. So that's how even in the midst of it, and in the minute in the in the middle of it, I couldn't see it because I was just so overwhelmed. And I've even had some moments since then, as you know. Oh, yeah, I know. But I realized now God was keeping me, say yeah. you know, keeping me for real. Yeah. But it has been um, a traumatic experience. It has been. I have definitely suffered from PTSD since then, which I didn't even know I was suffering from. Um, But not being able to sleep, not halfway eating, just anxiety level really high. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, and then you did tell me that. And so, um, but what I would say, the flip side of it is, I've not spent this much time with my brother. (laughs) 
<laughs> in years. And so we basically all multi-generational living yeah. over there. So I'm basically living with my brother until my house is done. Um, I've been wanting to redo my house for some years. Yeah. And so unfortunately, this is the way it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, new, new, it's going to be new, new. Yeah. I'm selling all the furniture that was in the house and mm-hmm. what I not have not given away mm-hmm. because I do think it's just time. Yeah, you know what time. I mean? And it's yeah. forcing me to move into that space where I'm removing everything that Daryl and I want shared. Yeah. All the furniture we shared, uh, my mom's furniture that was in, I gave my sister the dining room table and stuff that was my mom. She came and got it last weekend. So it's going to be like a new house when I move in. Wow. When I get back. Um, and so it's been, it's been challenging though. I would lie if I said it wasn't. So, so tell, tell everyone about what you, de- the decision you made the other day to pray over your house. I, th- I think that needs yeah. to be discussed. So, um, as I mentioned briefly, there have been a couple other incidents, not of that magnitude, but other things that have happened to me since the incident that have made me just be like, okay, question, look, question yeah. like, okay, is something on me? Is yeah. there a spirit over me or whatever? And when the second thing happened, it happened the night of before my birthday. Yeah. And when my neighbor called me, I literally just got on my knees and just started praying and said, God, whatever this is, this on me, please yeah. take it off of me. Please make sure it's not on my child. Like I just prayed, prayed, prayed hard. Yeah. And so the other day when I got there <laughs> and the HVAC guy told me what happened, I I reached out to you and I'm like, okay, I, I need I need to cleanse my house. You know what I mean? And I've been back inside of that house 10, 15 times since the incident. And I, I, you gave me a powerful power. I got to share this prayer Hmm. because the prayer was so powerful that you sent me. And I mean, I, um, I, I, I reached out to some of my other spiritual advisors on what exactly I needed to do. Got some white sage and you told me about the olive oil and, and, and the prayer that I needed to say, but I'm going to share with you all. And I know y'all going to all be DMing me. What was that prayer that, um, that Brandy sent you? Oh, it was on me, you and Renee's thing, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't just me that Brandy sent you. And I'm going to tell y'all why she's looking it up. Keisha reached out to me and, and I'm in, and you know, I was at work. So it was like a million things going on. Right. Yeah. However, I knew in that moment that my friend needed me. Yeah. And and I don't know what overcame me, but I just know that, that God Baby. spoke through me and gave her the words that she needed in that moment. And you were specific in the way I needed to say these words. Yeah. So yeah. this is the prayer that Brandy sent me in the middle of her day because she was had a lot going <laughs> yeah. on too. So she said, this is what I said numerous times, but the first time I said it out loud, it was, Father, I command any spirit that is not of God to leave this place. Lord, I declare and decree that your sovereignty will reign in my home. Lord, we usher in your peace, prosperity, love, and we rebuke any of Satan's attempts to steal, kill, and destroy what you have ordained for me and my son's life let your spirit reign in this household allow your love to fill every crevice every space seen and unseen every room that was infiltrated lord allow your power to flow through and be cleansed in the name of jesus Mm -hmm. allow your precious blood to cover every inch of this home Father, remove any condemning thoughts that may fill my head and my spirit. Lord, we know that this is not of you. Father, allow your redemptive spirit to be resurrected and take authority in my home. Lord, you have positioned my home to be renewed, renovated, and restored. Allow the same restoration to take place in my mind and my soul. Mm. Do a work in me, O Lord. Father, I declare these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Ooh, girl, when I tell you when I first started saying that prayer and I started Mm. crying so hard, I mean, I had never felt whatever it was I felt as I said that prayer for the first time. Now, mind you, I've been in and out of that house probably about 15 times since it happened because the first few days, I just, I I didn't even go back over there for like the first week. It was 
just too much. Yeah. But then once the guys had to come and do the updated system and all that. Do you know I didn't realize that that boy clothes were still in my house wow. until I started doing this prayer? Wow. And I looked and I said, what in the world is this? I knew it wasn't DJ's because yeah. he was a little guy. Yeah. And, you know, DJ's a big boy. And yeah. I said, and I looked at his shirt, his shoes, his bracelet was still in my house. Mm. So his spirit and his energy been resonating there. in my house and, and for, for the last month. Yeah. And it wasn't until I did that cleanse the other day, opened the doors, opened the windows, burned yeah. the sage, said that prayer. I went from the gate all the way with the oil, everything you told me to do. Yeah. And I have, I mean, when I say, it took me over an hour because wow. it's a nice size house. Yeah. I mean, you know, and going in every room and yeah. opening the one. And when I tell you I was drained, exhausted, mm. because I felt like I, whatever, it, it released. It released it. And the craziest yes. thing, and I didn't even tell you this until right now, I, you know, I had the sage that I lit and was going from room to room. And when I got down in the basement, mm. it reflamed. Wow. The sage just lit back up and the ambers was coming. I had to get water to pour because they just started. And I was like, wow. And me and Maverick was in there together. Here, Maverick was like, Roop. So I put the sage on his I'm like, I know your palm been hurt. I'm like, shit, we're going to make sure what else Girl, me and Maverick was like, oh, Maverick looked up and like, like I was, and my brother just sent Maverick with me that day. Like I, I was like, he always, but I was glad Maverick was there with me because yes. if that sage lit up by itself like that, I mean, it, it was smoke all upstairs. But when we got upstairs, woof. Damn. And I said to myself, maybe because the HVAC, I had been there because by this time nobody was there. I did this after everybody was gone. And I said, he left the blow, he left my AC on downstairs and maybe going from the heat to downstairs. I don't know. But all yeah. I know is that sage relit yeah. and them amber started going off of where and, and Barry looked up at me like, <laughs> what we need to do. Baby, let me tell you something. But it was just, I, I just felt a relief. I'm telling you, girl, it was wow. just like a load had been lifted yes. off of me. So I know God was all in that. You my sister. Yes. I love you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate you so much because I know you have your whole life going on. But girl, I needed you. And you had my back. Yeah. I'm telling you because I was... That last thing when he said that lightning, I was I, I couldn't I, I couldn't take no more. Yeah, I was just like okay. You at your wits end. I was at my wits end. That wits was in. three because they and, say and, bad things know, come and, in threes. And rightfully so, Keish. Like that's what I'm saying. Like what what you what you've had to endure, and 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 I know that there are certain things that you need to fight in the spirit. Absolutely. Like, like you know that you can only do so much in the physical. Absolutely. Like you can only do so much. You you you've done everything you've had to do as far as calling insurance companies right. and meeting these contractors and right. like you you've done your diligence as far as that's concerned. Right. But there are certain things that take place in the spirit realm that you can only fight in Period. the spirit realm. Absolutely. So that means getting getting your word. That means praying to to our God in heaven for, to help him fight these battles for you. Right. Because it's only so much that you can do. And that's what I realized and I think you're absolutely right. That's when it hit me when when Shane told me about the HVAC system. I said, "You know what? This is spiritual." Yeah. This this is not this is this not just about making calls. I mean, yes, thank God I did keep the guy there, and I know because I don't know that I ever would have been able to live there again had yeah. I had I come home and just found the house like right, that. Right. So I I was glad. And I'm telling you, even what I did, I never felt fear when I pulled my gun and shot at him. Mm. It was never like I never. No, 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 but we talked about that. We even talked about that. Yeah. How how what overcame you in that moment yeah. was even spiritual. It was spiritual. Like I mean, because I mean, God, truth be told, like I know, like you said, you a good shot. Yeah, you you've been in the the you know law enforcement right. industry before, so you've been trained to do these things. Right. But I'm still telling you, something overcame you in that moment. Yeah. And I know that it was Daryl's spirit. Oh, there's no there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. I 100 percent believe, and that's why I said what I said about him when I put the Father's Day post up. That yeah, I can hold my own, but that shot and that moment and how that. 
whole situation happened, that was a 20-year veteran. That was my husband. That was Big Daryl that came into me that day and handled that situation because I never felt fear. Mm. I never felt afraid. It was just like, this is what it is. This is where we are. When I even walked out to my truck, I mean, came from around my truck, and then when I saw him come back the second time, I went and positioned myself back between the door and my truck as a, so I could have a barrier. Yeah. And, you know, and, and like I said, thank God that that's the person that he chose, somebody who was crazy. And, girl, the Negro drank my liquor. So by the time I got there, he was about drunk, too. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's what took him down. But let me tell you what was crazy. He was so-called, quote-unquote, mentally ill, quote-unquote, crazy. And um, But he got some act right about him when that bullet grazed him. He I'm going to sure tell you that right now. He got real compliant. Okay. <laughs> right. All right. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, I say, you know, I, I, I said that's the answer for everybody. But he got some act right about him with that bullet grazed yeah. So I And, and, and when they asked his mom for his papers to say she's because I guess when a person is diagnosed they're supposed to have some kind of papers yeah she had nothing she said well we've never had him officially he's mm. 22 mm. how have you not had him you know what I'm saying so um it was it was it was crazy literally a crazy situation but um even in the midst of it all I have been blessed you yeah. know what I mean I mean I am a you know, I know all the all the scenarios that have gone through your mind about yeah. what could have happened. Yeah. Had DJ been there. Had D, you know what I'm saying? Had Thinking DJ, about that part took me to a race. Oh, I know. I because know. About Keisha, my baby. That I right know. there. That part right there made me get outside of myself for a minute because you know, as a human being, I never want to take another life. And that's why I was a little taken aback and I had to go back and say I'm shocked at how many of you people, how many people like, I would have killed him. I would have killed Do you know how hard it is to take a it's not easy to take a life. Yeah. And once he was no longer a threat to me, there was no need for me to do that. Right. Now it was nobody down there but me and him and yeah. if I was a certain kind of person I absolutely it would have been his word against mine and he would have been dead yeah. but I would have had to live with that right. I'm not a I'm not a that's not me yeah. and guess what else I'm a mother of a black boy yes. so at the end of the day God forbid I hope if my son ever God forbid was that somebody would give him a second chance mm. you get what I'm saying mm. I wasn't taking that boy's life Ooh, if I didn't have to you know there's what I'm saying I'm not, I wasn't taking his life if I didn't have to Damn. we got enough of our boys and our men being taken but that's what I'm saying like how you handled that situation was you know how that little saying that's out now is above me now? It was above you. Oh, yeah. That was a God. The, the power of God was within you. Daryl's spirit was within you. I know sure. your mama's spirit was oh, within yes. you. The grace that it took to to not just the power that Daryl commanded, I mean, and who he was and how, what he stood for, the man that he was. Mm -hmm. I feel like his spirit resonated within you. For sure. The grace that your mother... Every picture that I see of your mother exudes grace. Yes. And and the grace that filled you in that moment to handle that young man how you did. Girl. Yeah, my mom was that kind of person. Oh, and it's like, it's one of those things where, yeah, I, 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 that's how I know. I know it was, it was bigger than you. It was bigger than you. That's why I'm just so grateful that you were here to tell the story. That you were here to tell the story because it could have, it could have gone so many different ways. But that's how you know the power of God is real. Yeah. And that's how I know that God, God has so many things in store for you. Just, just what you've managed to overcome and shown so much power and strength in the midst Thank of. Like, it's just incredible. It's just incredible. So. And that's why, yeah, you're right, B. And, I mean, you talked about my mom, and that's, yeah, definitely, you know, her grace is, yeah, she was just definitely that kind of woman. And, you know, and, and I know, and I did think about that, you know, and, I, and, and that's why I said, you know, I thought about my baby, thought about what God forbid if I wasn't here to finish raising my baby. And, you know, I've been through so much, and I think that's why it took me. It, it was a point where it was like, God, seriously, 
for real. Yeah. I mean, I done buried a mama, a daddy, a husband, and now I, the last place I felt safe has been violated. It was yeah. like I felt like I had nothing left. Yeah. You know, and so I, I, I thank God for you and, and my family. My brother and Keisha have opened their home to me. And see, I tell people all the time, you know, nobody owes you nothing. Yeah. Even though that's my brother, he don't have, he didn't have to welcome me the way that they have. I mean, they made me tea every day. <laughs> yeah. You know, they helped me sleep and shit like that. They, they cook my favorite yeah. meals and, you know, my car get detailed every weekend. And yeah, well, yours got details last week when you was there. I came to visit. I came to visit Keisha last week. I said, damn it, we were both, ha both having just a week. I said, listen, let's just play hooky. Yes. I'm coming over to your brother's house. We gonna, let's go make it a pool day. We gonna mm -hmm. play up and get us a tan girl. Yeah, and, and got ended up getting my car detailed. And I'm looking around. I said, Keisha, damn it! You said, said this ain't a, you said this ain't a bad place. arrangements is is hey, man. You're doing all right. You're doing yeah. all right. Yeah. Well, I tell you, that, that, that it ain't a bad place to recover. But yeah. but you know, I, I and so I have to look at. But you helped me do that a lot. And my brother, because even I think it was about a week after the incident, and I was downstairs in the bed, and I text him and said, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. And he said, What? Look, him texting. What? You, what you mean? What part you don't want to do? And I said, I just don't want to do this. Anymore anymore i'm tired yeah. i'm tired of being strong i'm tired of fighting i'm tired of surviving yeah i'm just tired yeah. and i don't know any other way to say it and he said uh well that's not an option so get a pen and paper and meet me at the gym and i was like i don't feel like working out he said no you're gonna sit and you're gonna write while i talk to you he mm -hmm. said this is gonna be fun he said the first question i have for you is how many people are here today that love you Start writing. Mm. And I was got, I got to like 15 before I could, I got like whatever. So he was like, I can probably name. He said, you know how many people can name maybe two that they know love them for sure. Mm. And you at 15 before you have to stop. Wow. So that was like the first thing. So it was just, and that's what I'm saying. The kind of things that I've had poured into me, the way I've watched my brother work what I realize it takes in order to keep, like his mindset is just different. He's starting a new company. He's going to yeah. be doing tower communications, building cell phone towers. And I walked to his office the other day, girl, and it was a little red hard hat, mm -hmm. like a tinker, like a hard hat from mm -hmm. a construction site. I said, what in the world? What are you doing with this little tinker toy type hard hat? And he said, it's vision. It's all about vision. I have to see that mm. in order to, excuse me, go in the direction in which I'm going. Yeah. That gives me, so he, yesterday, my brother actually um, made his first dollar from that new company. He just, wow. and literally, he started that since I've been there. Wow. You know, wow. but I look at how he thinks and his mindset, and no matter what comes to him, he just have a way of looking at things yeah. and thinking about things. And so it's been, and down to the surprise party, y'all. Like, it's just been, an even in the midst of it all, like that song by Yolanda Adams, in the midst of it all. Yeah. It, that's, that that that, that song has kept really you. is definition of where my life is right yeah. now. So I appreciate you. And I appreciate everybody out there. I had so many messages because yeah. I had to come off social media for a couple of weeks just to deal with it all. And I yeah. wasn't on social media. And girl, I had so many messages and People were texting me and it, 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 you you really know. That's what I tell people all the time. The upside about a downtime in your life is you really will learn who's for you. Absolutely. That's the upside of a yep. downtime. So, yep. woo, Chile. Ooh, child, girl. <laughs> I need another little okay. swing. <laughs> That's what we said. We off the cuff today, Yeah, honey. we off the cuff today, we honey. We just got to give it to you straight, though, Chase. It ain't no other way. You need a little more? Yeah, a little bit right here. All right. Just a little bit right there. All right. Uh-huh, honey. Yes, God. Yes. Thank you. Yes. So, you know, so, yeah. That's, look at Keisha. Keisha just crack it up. <laughs> well, we said it was off the cuff. It's off the cuff, honey. Yeah, I'm honey. telling you, like, that has been, Woof. yeah, it's, it's been something else. And, and B, you give me so much <laughs> hope. And 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 um, just looking at how God has, has moved in your life and where you are now and 
I mean, I remember seeing you with them three little boys. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And going from practice to foot. And at that time, Chase was playing, they was playing, base, you was baseball, football, basketball, you know, and just doing it by yourself. Yeah. And I never, and this is where, this is where you remind me of Kate Jones, my mm -hmm. mama. I never once heard you complain. Yeah. With all you had on you, I never. So now you living in your glory. You deserve it. Everything. Yeah. Top agent in April. You know what I mean? At yeah. the office or May, whatever it was. I mean, you killing it and yeah. I, you deserve it all. I'm happy and I'm happy for you. Uh, I'm glad to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I will ride your coattails. Yeah, yes. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Because yes. it's go ahead because quiet. Well, truth be told, we got some stuff coming up that um we'll be able to talk about. Yeah, we'll be able to talk yeah, about. We'll be able to talk about it too. Soon. We're very very excited about that yeah. and the fact. That, yeah, that's gonna be exciting to to to. to but it, it was April. My best month that I've ever had in real estate was in April, which generally, which typically signified for me a time of mourning. You know, I lost my um, son's father, my first husband during that month. You know, I got my two of my boys got birthdays during this month. His birthday is during that month. I lost my goddaughter during that month. So it's it's just always been a month that was just yeah. an emotional yeah. time for me. Like just I was just like always... how I get between October and Christmas. Yeah, the same yep, thing. Yep. And to turn around and have that month be the most fruitful month that I've ever experienced in real estate just mm -hmm. to me showed like you know what the more that you are obedient to God and the more that you just trust, mm -hmm. trust that you like whatever it is that you're dealing with, that you will come out on the other side. Absolutely. You will come out on the, side, on the other side. And that's why I know, Keisha, I know, like, if you can just have the strength just to hold on, and I know that you, it, it's tough at times. Yeah. You know, I know is. that it's tough at times, but trust me when I tell you, I'm a living, walking, breathing testament to it, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Just just don't give up. Just don't give up. Just hang in there. Yeah. And girl, like, hey, this well, he has no respect to person. I always say that. God has no respect to person. What he has done for me, he will do for you. He is going to do for you. You just got to hang in there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I tell you, you have said that to me for a long time. And I, I mean, after a couple of years, you said I finally Googled it to see <laughs> exactly what that meant. God has no respect to person. But the truth of the matter is, you're right. What he has done for one, he would do for the other. And mm -hmm. I have watched him do that for me and you. And, you know, I mean, when you wake up on, on your birthday and after getting that call at two o'clock in the morning about the other situation at my house and then you know, I'm I'm a little heavy hearted now. I'm like, yeah. it's my birthday, but everything is happening in this and da, da, da. then my brother come downstairs talking about I need you to do my LLC. So I spent three, four hours with him and all the stuff he got going on. Ming is calling me like, Well, what time are we it's Keisha Day? What time we get together? I'm like, I really don't feel like it. Yeah. So she, you know, we link up that afternoon. I'm the whole time like, Where's Aaron? Where's Aaron? Right. And so Ming every year she buys me sunglasses for my birthday. Like whatever pair of sunglasses I want, because that's kind of my thing. I love sunglasses. And mm -hmm. so we go to the mall and then she's in and out of every store. By this time I'm on, I'm ready to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so she's like, um, well, let's go down to Top Shop. And I said, man, ain't nothing in Top Shop I can wear. I don't want to go down there. <laughs> right, you know right. what I'm saying? She's like, well, just walk with me. I was like, eh, I'm going to go to Macy's. Mm -hmm. And then when I leave out of Macy's, I, she's talking about, because we were supposed to have dinner at the Capitol Grill at like 830. But by this time, I already know I'm not going to meet her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting ready to, I'm better to write. She's like, I don't, she stood in the middle of the mall looking at me all the time. I don't know why I feel like you're getting ready to ditch me. And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not. She was like, you promised. I was like, I promised. But I, I did know I absolutely was going to go home. Right. You know what I mean? So I was getting ready to get her. <laughs> so I get outside into my car and I'm finally like, whew, thank God I can go home. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And so I was just going to text him like, y'all, I'm not really hungry. I'll just thank you for, you know, the op you know the option to do dinner, but I don't want to do dinner. Y'all just going to do whatever y'all going to do for y'all night. So Aaron calls me like, girl, 
I need to talk to you. You know, just mm-hmm. all heavy. And I'm like, honestly, I can't take on nobody else's shit. Yeah. I'm done. I can't right. talk to nobody else right. about this. So I got my own stuff. House still is And it's your birthday. And it's my birthday. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to spend the rest of my birthday. I don't already spend the morning doing stuff for my brother. And, you know, even though I had lunch, I got my favorite glasses and all. I just want to do me for whatever I'm going to do for the rest of the evening. Yeah. And so... Aaron was like, he should, you know, the state came in today, just coming up with some crazy stuff. And I'm like, well, girl, I'm going to FaceTime you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I get home, I was just trying to do everything. So then me texting me, making up some story about something with her, you know, boyfriend and, you know, da 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 he did, I need you to come over here and this and that. And I'm like, no. Mm. I said, I'm sorry, but you're right. I'm ditching you. Yes. I'm not coming. Yes. And so my brother calls me and say, hey, where's nephew? And I'm like, I don't know shit. It's three adults <laughs> in the house. I don't know where he is. I mean, y'all supposed to know. He was like, well, we were just going to order some wings, some PJs, and wanted to see if he wanted some. He not answering the phone. I said, well, I don't know. I don't know where he is. Mm-hmm. So and he said, and I said, and me and them trying to get me to come to the house, I'm just tired. I'm on my way home. I said, so, you know, whatever. He was like, you need to stop being so selfish and be a good friend. You need to be a mean house. You need to get yourself the mean house. And I'm like, the hell wrong with you? Why right. you care? <laughs> so finally, Aaron was like, Keisha, I said, Aaron, I'm coming over there. You got 10 minutes. 10 minutes. I said, I'm tired. I can't take no more of y'all shit today. Yeah. So I get over there. I pull up in the driveway. Girl, I got out of the car. I'm I'm hitting the drone on G- DJs. I'm like, he in Buckhead. What the hell he doing in Buckhead? Right. He's supposed to be in such and such. So me sitting on the front porch. I said, what the hell didn't happen now? You know, so I'm fussing the whole time. <laughs> you got I said, attitude. I got attitude. attitude. I'm cussing and fussing. DJ supposed to be somewhere. My brother said he ain't heard from. And so um, she, we walk in the house, go to all y'all come around. I could have absolutely said surprise. <laughs> I'm talking about, oh my God. It was the best. Oh my God. It I couldn't so, believe it. so, so good. We got it, y'all. We y'all got definitely we got, got me. And it just warmed my heart. And like I said, it was like, that's rest- that was restoration for me. Yeah. Because I just needed to be loved on. And, yeah. and you don't think you know how much you need that until you ha- don't really. Ha- and I'm telling you, that's why I did that live, I think, that night and told him, I said, man, you, I, I mean, if you going through and you don't have people around you to love you back to life, I don't know what to tell you. You got to yeah. change your circle because there are going to be times that you don't have a strength. Yeah. That the people around you really will have to love you back to life. Together, and that is right. what y'all have done for me. Yeah. Real talk. So. Amen. Mm-hmm. Girl. Well, woo. Well, <laughs> how long we been talking, girl? Long time, Jesus. We yeah, we been talking a long time. Woo. Well, I say this. Um, I really hope y'all um enjoy this episode. Like I said, it was truly off the cuff. Absolutely. I, we don't even have a mama on the mood, and I'm to, to I, talk we the mamas about on today. The mood yeah, damn it. I mean, truth be told, we the mamas we on the, the mood. We shout our damn selves out. I know that's right. Child, I know please. that's right. We shout ourselves out. So, so there you that. have it. Yes. So, um, okay. Well, I guess then and until next time. Keep moving, mamas. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.